Welcome to the Six Figure Influencer Podcast. I'm your host, Allie Reeves, and my purpose is to help women grow their online businesses, influence, and income with ease. I've built a multiple six-figure business on social media and have mentored now thousands of women across multiple industries on how to do the same. If you're ready to drop the excuses, learn all the juicy secrets, and step fully into the six-figure and beyond boss that you're meant to be, then you've come to the right place. Let's get started. Hi, friend. I am so happy you are here for another episode of the Six Figure Influencer Podcast. Today, you are going to be hearing a live that I did a few days ago where I went really deep into perfectionism and procrastination and how to kind of take a deeper look at each of those, ask yourself better questions about why you are making the decisions and acting the way that you are, which is typically going to look like overthinking things in your business or on social media, or of course, procrastinating and putting things off again and again and again. So we get into looking deeper and asking deeper questions on those, because what I have found is when you can get to the root cause of why you are behaving the way that you are. So instead of just using a blanket statement, like I'm just a perfectionist period, or I'm stuck, or I don't know how to do whatever, or, you know, whatever excuse you're reaching for. It's so easy to say that and to tell yourself that, and then to stop. And you're telling your brain, your subconscious to stop when you do that. But when you ask yourself better questions, like, why am I doing this? Where is this coming from? What am I scared of? What am I insecure about? Then you can look at it in a more objective way, you can shine light on that fear. You can work through it, which of course you want to do because often when you really think about it, the fear or I'm sorry, the pain of continuing to put off what you want to create and build in terms of a business, the pain of continuing to put that off is much greater than the pain of being worried about what somebody thinks of you or wanting something to be perfect or putting out something that isn't quote perfect. So most people will just stop right there, stop at the excuse of I'm stuck or I'm a perfectionist. They'll just stop and continue to put something off without thinking about it any deeper. So in this live that you're about to listen to, I'm going to go super, super deep in some of the most common root fears that are below the surface of that blanket statement of I'm a perfectionist or I'm just a procrastinator. We go really deep into each of those and then we argue against them so that you can start thinking about these things more rationally, thus taking faster action in your business and building the life that you actually want to create. Okay. So without further ado, I hope you enjoy. The whole reason why I thought to talk about this today is because I've received like a few really cool messages from some of you, kind of like paying compliments or just commenting on something that I almost didn't post 
or that I was really insecure about because it wasn't perfect. Um, you know, so like that's been happening and I'll share more examples of that with you because I think it's going to be really helpful for you. And then also this is something almost like a theme that's been coming up for clients as well. So anytime that happens, I'm like, okay, I, I need to talk more about this clearly. And like I said, it's, it's totally something that I've dealt with on so many different levels and I've, I've gotten way better at it. And the reason why is because of what I'm going to be sharing with you right here. So let's talk about perfectionism and procrastination typically stems from some want to be perfect or one of the root causes of perfectionism, which is why I've lumped the two together. But here's how the, here's what the definition of perfectionism is. If you were to Google it, the definition is the need to be or appear to be perfect or even to believe that it is possible to achieve perfection. Okay. Pretty obvious. We know that how I would define perfectionism for online business and like, you know, showing up on social media and growing a business via social media, which most of you are here to do, how I would redefine perfectionism or kind of like tweak that is overthinking and, and, or procrastinating small and big action with the excuse to make it perfect or to make it more perfect. I see this all the time. I used to do this all the time. Every once in a while, I will still catch myself doing this, okay? So remember, what I'm going to be talking about this for is for like anybody wanting to grow a business online because this is something that it is so easy to reach for that excuse. It is so easy to put your dream business on hold, to put making money on hold, um, maybe pivoting your business to the type of business that you should really be in on hold all under the guise and excuse of perfectionism. And that's not cool because life is short. Like a lot of the things that we build up in our minds to make, to be like such a massive, massive deal are nothing. Like I cannot tell you how many times I've reminded one of my clients that what they are stressing out over is the tiniest, tiniest choice or decision that is not going to matter whether they choose one way or another. But it's just so easy for all of us to build it up to be so much bigger in our minds and just, yeah, build it up to be so much better, almost like a make or break type situation when it, it's never the case with with this with this type of conversation, online businesses, social media. Now, are there things that you want to think through? Yes. Like maybe a relationship situation or a family decision, right? Life decisions you want to think through. When it comes to social media and building a business, you want to be mindful. But anytime you're overthinking something, this should be a sign like, okay, is it that deep? Chances are the answer is no. So, the first thing that I want you to do anytime that this is coming up for you is I want you to get or like try and pinpoint the root cause of what this is coming from. Because it's so easy, again, to like throw that blanket excuse on of, well, I'm just a perfectionist or I'm stuck or 
I don't know. Like it is so easy to come to that conclusion and then stop. And so many of us do that. And as a matter of fact, if you want to get scientific about it, anytime you say anything like that, like I'm a stuck or I don't know, or I'm a perfectionist, period. You are literally commanding your brain and your subconscious that that is how you want to act. And your brain is going to be like, okay, cool. We're stuck. We're not moving forward. All right. So what I want you to do is ask a little bit deeper of a question, like, where is this coming from? What is the root cause of this perfectionism or this procrastination? Chances are it is going to be one of the next four causes. So listen to these, and then we're going to, I'm going to walk you through kind of how to argue and work through each of these. So first root cause that your perfectionism might be coming from Fear of disapproval from your peers. That's a big one, especially on social media. This is, I don't know, if I had to throw like a percentage of of like how many people are dealing with this, I would say maybe 80% of perfectionists, it's coming from this. Well, this and the next one. Fear of disapproval from fears. Or the next one is insecurity or anxiety due to fear of disapproval or insecurity. So I would say that's probably the biggest one for this type of conversation, growing a business online, showing up on social media, putting yourself out there, really putting your stake in the ground, claiming like, I am the expert of this, or I will be the expert of this, whatever. It's always like, wait, what's what's somebody going to think? Okay. So those are the first two. The second one is fear of failure itself which I totally get to because especially online, and it it totally could be like a combination of all these. It doesn't have to be just one. It could be like a beautiful medley (laughs) of all of them, which is lovely. But with a fear of failure, I totally get that because again, you're putting yourself out there. You're in a lot of cases, you're creating like a whole profile or a business around a specific thing. And if you've never done it before, or if this is your first go around and you know that friends and family are going to find you and like random people on the internet are going to be following you and paying attention to you, that fear of, oh, wait, what if this doesn't work? What if I suck? What if I decide I don't like this anymore? That is a real thing. And, um, and yeah, like honor that because it's legit. But that's the third one. And then the fourth root cause of perfectionism slash procrastination, um, it could be more of like a serious mental health issue like OCD or anxiety, okay? I am not going to talk on those because I am not qualified to talk on those, but I didn't want to leave that out because there are absolutely cases where this is a thing that it goes a lot deeper than than fear of disapproval or fear of, or just insecurity. So I don't want to leave that out. Um, And if you feel like you might be dealing with OCD or anxiety, then definitely go talk to somebody who is qualified to help you with that. Um, But those are the four, typically the four root causes. And if I've left any out and you have any other to add to the list, I would love to know and feel free to put those in. Fear of disapproval from fears, insecurity slash anxiety, fear of failure, or some more serious mental health issue like OCD or anxiety. Now, cool. Once you get to the root of that, you say, okay, I know what mine is. I know what the root cause is. 
now you are, you have so much power in your hands, you don't even realize how much you've empowered yourself. Because instead of just saying, well, I'm a perfectionist, this is the way I am, or I'm not ready, or I don't know, I don't know which decision to make, or whatever it is that you're talking about um, or, or working through, instead of just stopping right there and letting that be your dis- excuse and not taking action any further or continuing to put off that action, you have then empowered yourself to look deeper and ask yourself more empowering questions. So let's work through the first three of these root causes and how, like if I were working with you, how I would help you and how I've, how I've worked through all of these myself. I've had all of these myself. So let's start with the fear of disapproval. Let's, t- let's talk about that. I seriously just had this conversation yesterday um, on a coaching call because this is something that one of my girls was, was dealing with herself. And she said, I just, I've never really put myself out there and it's a lot and it makes me nervous to think of like, she said, it feels, it feels silly because it's like, I'm worried about literally people that I went to high school with that I don't even talk to anymore. And that is holding me back. And I was like, yeah, I said, but do you understand that you are not going to make everybody happy? Like, do you understand that? And she was like, yeah, I know. And I said, no, listen, (laughs) if you were to go online tomorrow and say that you were going to go to law school, because you you wanted to be a lawyer and you wanted to become a lawyer for families or, you know, whatever. Because a lot of people, they have this fear of like, well, social media, it doesn't feel like a real business or it feels silly. It doesn't feel legit. So this is why I was posing this in this way. I was like, you could come online or share with your friends or family, or there could be a news article put out about you tomorrow saying that you have decided to become a lawyer or a doctor right? Like a legit career. Do you know that there are still going to be people out there that don't like that for you or just don't like it, period, or who are still going to think that you're whatever, whatever you're scared that they're thinking? Like, do you realize that? You cannot make everybody happy. So that's number one. Also, we have this beautiful ability to make things a lot bigger in our minds and worry the absolute worst case scenario, no matter what. One being when we're thinking about what people think of us, we think everybody is watching us. We think everybody is thinking the worst and they're talking about us. And is that true? Sometimes I'm sure there are haters everywhere. You're going to, you're going to have them on some level. Um, but is it as big as we probably think they are? Absolutely not. Like people are not thinking of us as much as we think they are. We're all thinking of and worrying about ourselves. So when you're stressed about somebody else thinking of you, that person is stressed about what you're thinking of them or what somebody else is thinking of them. We're all selfish and (laughs) self-centered on a whole new, on different levels. So there's that. Um, So I want you to think of it this way. Another thing that I want you to think of too is even if somebody is or thinks you're silly for the type of business that you want to take on, and this is, I see this a lot with women who decide that they want to do direct sales or some sort of MLM type business, this is a big one because people are a lot more mean 
about those type of businesses and they say really ignorant comments all over the place, especially on the internet. And how I want you to start thinking of this is you can't make everybody happy, right? But also prove them wrong. Prove them wrong. How, but how are you going to prove them wrong, right? The only way you are going to shut them up is if you actually succeed, which requires you to actually give it a shot. But I can't tell you, like, I'm not in an MLM personally, but I have dealt with, like, in the beginning of my business, back before I had any following at all, before I was making any kind of consistent income, I still had to show up like this. I still needed to present myself as the expert and create content and put myself out there before I had anybody watching me or participating in my lives. I had to do this just like at that time without any of the things. And it felt really foolish. And I did, I actually had some friends one in particular who did talk crap about me, like straight up, like she looks like an idiot. What is she doing? She needs to get a real job. And at the time that stung and it really spoke to my insecurity because I was thinking those things. You think I wasn't thinking those things and I was worried about them? I absolutely was. But in that moment, I had two choices. I could let her win and and prove her right and be like, well, I guess I got to get a real job (laughs) or or I could keep going and prove her wrong. And I did, and here we are. And I'm not to be that person, but I know that I likely make more income than she does. And I love what I do. So it's, you can, you can kind of take like two, you can think of it in two different ways and almost like take the victim road or the hero road Victim road being, they're right. They're talking about me. I feel foolish. I look stupid. Therefore, I'm going to continue to stop. I'm going to hold myself back and let them win. Or fine, keep laughing. In a few years or in a few months, you're going to be wanting to join my team or you're going to want to work with me or you're going to eat your words in some way, you know? Whatever works best for you. But that like really helped me. And, and just remember, in order to prove them wrong, you have to move forward. You have to take some sort of action and get over the perfectionism and the procrastination. The third thing is that I want to talk about, this is still under the fear of disapproval. <clears throat> I want you to think of it this way too. And this is another thing that really helped me. I want you to, to think one year ahead from now. Okay, so if you're, if you're going through this right now, then I want you to picture May 2022 and think in the future. And I want you to think of two different scenarios. Number one, a scenario where you took action over the past year, you built the business, you showed up, you worked through the discomfort, you made the uncomfortable decisions, but then your business started to grow and compare from now compared to then or you know then compared to now it's night and day you have grown um you're a successful business owner whatever the thing is right that happened in a year awesome beautiful or it's may 2022 and you're in the exact same position as you are right now or worse like maybe since you didn't take action you had to go back to the old job or whatever um that thought right there 
is what pushed me to get over myself. Like my big thing that held me back for the longest time was video. And it was that thought, that scenario, that kind of visualization technique that made me move. Because where I was at that point, there was hell, hell no. I wasn't going to find myself like that in a year, let alone a month. And I moved like that and I got over it. And here we are. Like, I'm not even kidding. That is the story. So consider that too. So that's fear of disapproval. Think of things like that, whatever resonates with you most. Let's talk about the fear of insecurity or anxiety or the root cause of insecurity and anxiety, which is very similar to the fear of disapproval. First, you have to understand that it is action, not procrastination, not fear and overthinking, but it is action and practice that is going to breed confidence and results. Okay? It is action and practice that is going to breed confidence and results. Nothing else. Nothing else. And and I like to think of it like I think the best way that I've ever heard this described is like you can't learn or get better at swimming from reading a book or driving, right? Like you can't, you can't learn. Same thing with online business. You can't do, yes, you can take trainings. Yes, you can watch lives like this and you can listen to a podcast and let that motivate you, let that move you and and get you moving. But at the end of the day, how you're going to get better and get over your insecurity and and get over your fear of the disapproval and all those things is from actually putting yourself out there. It's not just going to disappear. So I want you to consider that. And then another thing that I want you to consider too is it is okay to start slow. You don't have to, you could if you wanted to, you don't have to just jump in. You don't have to go all in or take like one big leap. You can baby step yourself into it and get more comfortable and warm up to the thing. So for with online business, you can just start slowly posting more stories. Or for me, it was, it took me going live one time, like ripping the bandaid off, but the baby steps add up and that will help you get better and more confident. And then the next thing that I want to say about insecurity and anxiety too is it's not going anywhere. Like if you truly want to build some type of business or have some sort of lifestyle which requires you to build some sort of online presence or whatever the thing is for you, if you truly want that, you're always going to want it. So do you want to like take action and see if you can do it and learn and go from there? Or do you want to always have that on the back burner in the back of your mind, wondering what if, what if, what if, and regretting that? It's not going anywhere. So the faster you can get through or the best way to get through it is to actually go through it, to take the action. And then finally, the fear of failure. Let's work through that. And then I'm going to give you guys some examples of like more examples of how this helped me. With the fear of failure, this is a good one. You can look, you are in charge of how you define and how you look at failure. We all have different definitions. So you can't go to your mama and look at her like, what do you think failure is? Can't go to your spouse. You have to ask yourself, what do you consider failure? What do you call failure? And then there's different ways to look at it. So some people look at failure as 
trying something and it not working. Personally, I look at failure as not trying at all. To me, that is the ultimate failure because whenever you do try something, whether it works out or not, what do you get after that, after that situation? You get a lot of clarity. You've actually learned something. You know something about yourself, okay? So like, let's take it back to my example. If I had never, if I had let my fear of video and just like talking on camera, if I let that win, that would have been the ultimate failure because I never would have, I never would have gotten here. I wouldn't be here today. I wouldn't have done all the podcasts. I wouldn't have built the business and helped the women and worked with the women and experienced like this whole, what this whole business has brought me in the three years since that fear. That would be the failure. If I would have tried it, like let's back up three years. If I had tried the video and I really was just bad for some reason, I I never got better, which like, that's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. But let's, let's play along and say it did. Then I would say, you know what? I need to figure out something else. I need to start that podcast and just be, uh, be in somebody's earbuds versus on somebody's phone screen. You know, like there are ways to work around it, but I would have had that clarity. So you determine what your definition of failure is. And then you get to decide how you look at it. So you can look at failure as like end of the world. You're not good enough. You're inadequate. You're whatever the negative thing is that you want to say. Or you can look at it as a learning experience or and or a pathway to something better. Again, action breeds clarity. To me, what everybody needs to hear is you overthinking, you continuing to put something off, no matter how big or small it is, is prolonging the potential of what you could build, like your true potential. You're just pushing it away, pushing away. You're just pressing pause on it continually. How you are going to get to that, that best version of you, that business owner, whatever it is that you want, is by actually taking steps toward it. So to me, the true failure are the people who never do this work, never ask those questions, never ask what the root cause is, and then argue it and say like, wait a second, why do I care what somebody from high school thinks about me? They suck, <laughs> right? A lot of people, they don't even get that far into it. They just say, oh, what are people going to think? They're going to talk bad about me. And that's it. They stop right there. That to me is the failure. The people that never even find out or give themselves the shot. They don't even give themselves the shot. That is the failure. So I'm hoping working through those can help you. And maybe I've uncovered a couple of things for you. And maybe you've gotten an aha moment. And I would love to hear if you did. But the last thing that I want to share and end on, and then I'll, I'll hang out. And if you have any questions or whatever, we'll just chat. Um, but the last thing that I want to end on is... I believe in signs. I believe in God winks. I look for them regularly, okay? <laughs> and because like I, I need them. There are a lot of times I, from my perspective, I feel like I'm majorly putting myself out there or I'm, I'm trying a lot of new things and it can, it can feel scary in the moment. So I'm constantly like, God, please show me that I'm on the right path. Just send me something. And 
I know for sure that I get these signs through you all. You all send me the signs all day long. And what they look like are comments, compliments, encouragement based on the things that I am most insecure about. So let me give you a couple of examples. I cannot tell you how many podcasts I have submitted that for days after I've got my hand on the delete button. I mean, my finger is right there and I'm like, oh my God, you got to delete that. You have to. That is trash. Like you are ruining your career. Nobody's going to listen to you anymore. You sound like an idiot. Like, I mean, I am seriously, my mind is just going through every single negative thought and emotion that you can imagine because of so many reasons. One, I feel like maybe I rushed through it. I didn't have as much time to put it together or there's like background noise or I just... I was tired and I just stumbled through the whole thing, right? I mean, there's there's a million different insecurities that come up. I would say the episodes that I get the most love, support, and compliments on are the ones that I am most insecure about. I hand on a Bible, I swear to you. I swear to you. It is the craziest thing. And it always like kind of makes me take a step back. I don't know what it is. And well, actually, I think I do know what it is, which is why I wanted to share it here. It's the episodes that aren't perfect. Do you hear me? It is the episodes that are not scripted. There are background noises. You can hear my son. You can hear my husband walking through the house like Bigfoot, um, or I'm just like on on the brink of losing it because I cannot string a thought, a coherent thought together. It is always those. And I'm telling you, I believe the reason why is because it's just real. It's just me showing up. I'm, I'm giving you my value and it's, it's packaged in the only way that I can bring it to you at the moment. Um, I got the sweetest, most kind message I screenshot. I don't even know if I've had a chance to, I think, I think I've written back. Um, but I got this message from this sweet, sweet woman who said, Hey, I'm listening to some older episodes. And I listened to one where you could hear Cruz in the background. And it made me so happy. She said, because it gave me confidence to show up where I'm at doing what I'm doing because it doesn't have to be perfect. Like that's basically how she worded it. She was like, because I saw you showing up imperfectly and with background noise and all the things like it, it proved to me that I could do it too. And people will still like it and I'll still be a success. And it's not that big of a deal. And people aren't really expecting you to show up perfect and put together and all the things, right? And that, it was one of those episodes, again, that I was so close to not submitting or deleting because I was so insecure about. And I was like, man, if that doesn't show me how silly and how much we can build these things up in our heads, why do I think that you all 
need the most crisp sound quality from me? Why do I feel like y'all need a perfectly outlined da 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 for me? Some people might prefer it in that school, but most of you, you don't. You like when I show up like this. I like you showing up like this. So why are you putting off building a business or putting yourself out there because you can't decide brand colors or you can't decide on a preset or or you're working from home with the kids and you're worried that the kids are going to be talking in the background. Why are you making that a bigger deal than it needs to be? We are human, right? Like what makes us women so incredible is that like we make it work, period, no matter what's going on in the background, no matter what it looks like. So look for those, like, just take that from me if you, if you need that and you haven't gotten there yet. Um, B minus work that, that also goes hand in hand. I have built my business on B minus work and all B minus work is where you put it out there anyway, even when it's not perfect because it just needs to be done, right? You've like come up against a deadline and you're, you can't overthink it anymore. Like it's, it's time to put it out there. It's been too many days, whatever, put it out there, whether it's perfect or not. I've built my whole business on B minus work. And the whole podcast example is proof of that. My whole podcast is B minus work period. Um, so just understand like it's possible and people are starting to prefer it. People want the real. And then the last thing that I'll remind you before I end this and answer some questions is, again, clarity from action, right? You gain clarity from action. You, as a business owner and as a human and as a brand, you are going to evolve over time. You are going to change your mind. You are going to decide you don't like your brand colors anymore. You're going to decide you don't like the clients you've chosen to work with anymore. You will evolve. This is normal. So understand that and know that you can pivot accordingly over time, but you will not learn those things about you by sitting down overthinking something to death, right? So if you're sitting there, you're like, I don't know which direction I should take my business. You're likely not going to know until you choose one, do it for a while, and then you'll know. So every, I cannot tell you one thing in my life that has, that I was glad that I overthought. There's not one thing, period. And everything good in my life. Okay. That's a, that's a lot. I I haven't thought through that statement. So we're going to say many things, business related things, many good business related things have come through in my life, not from overthinking, but from taking action anyway, just going with it and then learning as I went. Okay. Clarity comes from action, not from overthinking, not from perfectionism. And you will change and evolve over time. Okay. Heidi. Yeah. Glasses. You know what? Glasses do make video a lot easier. You're right. That's kind of, I never really thought of that because I feel like I can look around and I can look at my notes and y'all don't know what I'm looking at. Fearing what others thought is what held me back so much. Now I just don't care. Myrna, I have to say your content gives me so much life. And I actually meant to, I didn't have time earlier, but I wanted to comment on your latest reel. 
um, it was one of the funny ones where you were, I, I can't remember what song it is, but basically saying like, it's my life. I don't care what you think. Um, and I wanted to be like, dude, you are, you are going all in and it, it makes me so happy. So I can tell you mean that and no doubt your business is benefiting from that. Brittany, I did have an aha moment. Thank you. Yay, Brittany, I'm so glad. Man, you know what, Myrna, you just reminded me of another point too. (sighs) Any of my reels that I've actually, TikToks and reels, any of them that have gone like viral for me are always, it is always the one where you are barely trying. Always. Is it not? Can I get an amen? It is the most mind-numbing thing I don't understand it, but I think I think Heidi said about that people can sniff it out. I think like it is just you can tell when somebody's just going with the moment and it's just more fun to watch and you can also tell when somebody is just simply trying too hard or they've shot it a million times you just feel the energy even if you can't put your finger on it. Um so yeah, like that would have been another great point to add to this. Like if you're dealing with perfectionism, know that the more you overthink it and make it perfect, it's probably nowadays on social media, going to get less engagement and love for that reason. It's just a weird phenomenon. The less you try, the better it's going to go. It's so weird. This message was my sign. I'm plugging away and a new venture and trying to share online more, but it's hard, hard to keep going when the results aren't instant. Yeah, it is. I, Carly, I get it. I really do. It is really hard when the results aren't there because then you're like, you have nothing to go on. You're really just kind of like walking blind and living off of faith for a little bit, especially in the beginning of your business. And we're all in different, different areas. But yeah, I mean, it was hard. You know, whenever I found out like my friend was talking crap about me, I couldn't like look at my bank account and be like, she's stupid. I had to look at my bank account and be like, is she right? And I just had to make a decision. Like, I'm not, no, I'm not going to let her be right. And I didn't grow my business off spite, you know, Um, maybe a little bit, but just kidding. But yeah, it is hard. Gotta keep going. Every time I hesitate or don't feel confident about a post or a video, the exact same thing, the exact same thing happens. Someone says how much they needed it. Yes. Yes. I'm telling you, that is God. That is God, the universe, whatever you believe in showing you like, keep going. I know maybe you don't have the money in the bank just yet. Nobody said yes to your offer just yet or whatever it is that you're looking for, but you are on the right path. Look for those, ask for those signs, ask for them, but then like look at them and let them affirm you. This spoke to me so much. I'm a hardcore perfectionist. Thank you. Literally was struggling hard with this today. Good, Olivia. I'm glad that this helped you. Greetings from Africa, Uganda. No way. Hi. Hello. Thanks for hanging with us. So good. Thank you. I need to hear this today. You're welcome, Emily. I've noticed I've been avoiding selfies because of my insecurities about my skin, but no one cares. And proof is all is all the testimonials I've gotten for my work, not what I look like. Yes. So good, Sammy. And I don't know about you all, but I don't know how to really say this. Um, when I see a woman who shows up and you can tell like she doesn't have the filter on, maybe she's a hot mess, 
maybe she's not, but like she clearly is confident in herself and she doesn't care. Like maybe, maybe she is going through a breakout or whatever the thing is. Whenever I see that, it like I live for it. I love it so much because I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet. Um, But I see that and I'm like, okay, I can get there and look at her like, hell yeah, that's amazing. And it makes me trust her more. I admire her more. Um, I don't know. I just, I personally love to see it. People want the real thing. Agreed. I posted on my feed today when it was imperfect, but it had to be posted to stay consistent. Good for you, Amanda. Yeah, when it comes to B minus work, give yourself a limit. I mean, that's the best way to do it. Because if you don't give yourself some sort of time limit, then obviously you can keep pushing it off, pushing it off, pushing it off. So yeah, if you have a system or a limit or a rule for yourself that you post every day, no matter what, and you have to write, like I heard one time, this is from Brooke Castillo, whenever she does a podcast or writes anything, she sets a timer. She gives herself something crazy, like 30 minutes tops, which blows my mind. Um, And she just gets it out. Like I actually learned about B minus work from Brooke Castillo. Um, which is the Life Coach School podcast. Amazing. Um, but she, that's what she was talking about, how she like keeps herself to that is she sets that time limit. She sets a timer. She has that amount of time. If it's not done, it gets posted, period. And I just think that that is brilliant. This has been the boost of motivation to help me get unstuck. I felt stuck for weeks now. Thank you, Ty. Thank you, Ty. Thank you for her, helping me pronounce your name. Listen, I get really insecure about names because I never want to mispronounce somebody's name and come across as like rude or something. (laughs) So thank you, Ty. Andrea said, I decided I was going to finish my free webinar this week and just post it, ripping the Band-Aid off. Boom. Just do it, girl. Emily, I needed that. About to create my first course and I've been overthinking it hardcore because I want it to be perfect. It's never going to be perfect. Never. Emily, how I got over that, because listen, creating a course is not only a lot of work, but that's a lot of pressure. So how I've always gotten myself over this and like putting it out there is I sell it first. Just a little, just a little. So before you even finish it, sell it, sell spots for it. And then it starts on this day and it's got to be done by that day because you've already sold it. That works for me. So here's one from main method. I get stuck sometimes because I don't want to be salesy. So how I work through that is I remember two things. One, why am I selling what I sell? So ask yourself that. Why are you selling what you sell? Hopefully, It's because you actually believe in it, because you believe wholeheartedly in the transformation that it can help your customer go through from taking whatever it is that you sell or getting whatever it is you sell or going through whatever it is that you sell, right? And then the second thing is you have to understand there's going to be people that aren't your ideal client and people that are your ideal client. There are going to be people that hate when you sell, not hate, hate's a strong word, But there are going to be people that get annoyed because you're selling, whether it's the first time you start selling or the first time you show up and sell or the 30th time you sell. They're just, they're not keeping count. They just don't like it. And then there are people over here who need what it is that you have to offer. 
but need to hear it multiple times so they actually see it, so they can actually digest it, so they can be reminded about it, get the money together for it, or whatever it is, all right? There's a reason why we see the same commercial again and again and again and again, because as humans, or here in the car, the same commercial again and again, because as humans, we need repetition. We need to hear the same thing, because the first time, we're not really listening. The second time, maybe we heard it, we're like, oh, that's interesting. The third time, huh, that's more interesting. The fourth, we need that repetition and reminders, okay? We literally, literally have the attention span of a goldfish, and actually it's one second shorter than a goldfish. A goldfish, a goldfish's attention span is eight seconds. Ours is seven right now. Can you even? All right, so people need to hear your message multiple times. So anytime you're worried about being salesy, you just need to remember why you're selling this and who you are selling it for. Don't worry about the people who are gonna get annoyed about it because those aren't your people and they don't need the thing. These people over here need the thing, but you gotta get it in front of them multiple times so it finally gets through their thick skulls. You mentioned an app on one of your podcasts to help with scheduling posts for later. What was it called? Planoly, P-L-A-N-O-L-Y. Amazing app. Brittany said it was the, do I want to be in the same situation a year from now for me? Same. That's powerful. And you can take it a step further. I mean, you can like really go deep into that. Put on some sad music. <laughs> like go there because it's that that will be the reality. And what's going to happen is you're going to that's the last thing you want. In a lot of cases is to live with regret or be like, "Oh, why over what for what? Because I'm worried about what somebody from high school thinks of me or I'm worried about some troll that might exist on the internet." What? Chances are you're going to have that moment of clarity and that will give you so much more motivation and fuel to then take that uncomfortable action. Okay, Heidi asks, I'm self-conscious about evolving my colors and branding too much and seeming all over the place. How often can I switch it up? Yeah, these, it's always or often with my girls, the women that I work with, it's always like some branding stuff that they are stuck on. And I'm like, girl, come on. So I would, Heidi, look a little deeper. Are you sure it's the branding and not something else? Um, But to answer your question, how often is changing it up too much? Honestly, on social media, it's not that big of a deal. Now, to create cohesiveness, which you do want to do, right, on your Instagram feed, you do want a sense of cohesiveness because that's going to make you more attractive to ideal clients. It's going to help you grow your audience faster because whenever people are initially deciding if they want to follow you or not, they're going to look at that profile and you need to look aligned to the type of account that they want to follow because they don't know you yet. They don't know your personality yet. So they're going to judge off of what they see, which is your grid pattern the aesthetics. So you want to pick something and stick with it to at least get some sense of cohesiveness. And then if after a few weeks or so you get bored with it, switch it up. I know people that switch up their grid patterns and their presets. Um, I'm sure their colors a little bit all the time. People aren't going to pick up on that and notice. They're just not. Um, And if they do, it's not going to be something where they're like, 
oh my God, Heidi just changed her colors again. Who does she think she is? That's not going to happen. So yeah, like pick something that you vibe with right now. Be consistent with it. And if you change your mind, you change your mind. Give yourself permission. But what's going to happen is like once you get going doing other things in your business, you're, the colors and everything is going to be in the background. It's going to be an afterthought. And it's just, you've got bigger fish to fry, Heidi. You've got more important things to do, like creating content, connecting with ideal clients and customers. That's what you need to be spending your time on, not your brand colors. Caught me. Thank you for the advice. I totally need to be- need to believe I could sell my package in a traffic cone. Hold on. What? I totally need to believe I could sell my package in a traffic cone. I'm not picking up what you're saying, so you'll have to explain that to me. <laughs> Sometimes I can be a little dense. I'm sorry, Heidi. All right, guys. Um, cool. Well, this was fun. Thank you all for hanging out with me and for all of the great questions. I will repurpose this. Let's let's put a prayer that it will let me. Um... Oh, Heidi, I see what you're saying. I could even sell it if it's ugly colors. Yes, exactly. Yes, thank you. I'm picking up what you're throwing down. Exactly. Yeah, nobody cares. Yep. Exactly. That's why I'm saying. That's why I tell my people all the time, like, stop, stop overthinking this. What's the real issue here? Because I promise you it's not your preset. (laughs) Nobody cares what your preset is. Um, Thank you, Sarah. Okay, my loves. I'm going to pop off here because I have other things I have to do too. And here I am procrastinating. So I love you. Thank you for hanging out with me. Um, Fingers crossed it lets me save this to my phone. And uh, we will do this again soon. Hey, friend. Thank you so much for listening. My goal is to help as many women as possible. And if this episode supported you in any way, the very best way to show your appreciation is by simply screenshotting this episode and sharing on your social media or with your team, or even better, dropping me a review on whatever platform you're listening on. Don't forget, if you're looking for additional support, you can always reach me on Instagram at Reeves. And or you can join us in the free Six Figure Influencer Facebook group. See you back here next week.